Hey friends, my name's Stevie Taylor. Welcome to the Gig Life Podcast. My guest today is Diana Rubas. Diana is a singer-songwriter and vocal coach, vocal producer from Sydney. Uh, people may know her from season one of The Voice Australia, but uh, there's a lot to her story before her time on The Voice, up till now, and also there's a, there's a lot more to come. In my opinion, Diana is one of Australia's best. Uh, if you get the chance to listen to her music or listen to her performances, they'll knock your socks off. Um, I hope you enjoy our cool, informative, educational chat as much as I did. Ladies and gentlemen, Diana Rubas. Cheers. So I think we're rolling. Diana Rubas. Welcome. Did I get it? Yeah. Is that it? Bang on. Bang on, eh? First time, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Gig Life Podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, sweet as. We're at the um, Gig Life HQ at my house. Sitting in my lounge. So, um, what have you been up to? Where'd you come from today? Today I came yep. from home. You came from home? Tremoyne. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Didn't take me long. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And have you been gigging this week? This week, this week. No, I've been teaching this week. Okay, what do you do? I teach a lot of uh, voice, a lot of voice production. Oh, right. Okay. So like, I do like talk over or singing? No, or... singing. A lot of singing. Yeah. Yeah. My parents... My parents were great singing teachers and, and singers when I was a kid. Yep. And still teach 40 years later. Yep. Um, they used to gig, you know, six nights a week when it was when it was the 70s and 80s and everyone went out. Yep. <laughs> Humans went to places. Yeah, that's it. They Ooh, actually talked. Look out. <laughs> they actually talked. <laughs> People had conversations. Yeah. Um, and so they did a lot of teaching and singing and I grew up in that household and, and started training the technique that they studied from four or five years old. Right, so it was technique so, right from the outset. Yeah, my mum uh, as a child suffered probably some bad misinformation from teachers as a kid. and She had uh, surgery at 26, oh, shit. so she had nodules removed and then um, retrained with, with this technique and, and never had another issue again. Right. Ever. Yeah, right. Um, and so through their teaching of 40 years and my uh, being a student of it and a teacher of it, it's, it seems to continue to prove its weight and gold and I resisted it for a while Mm. because I think you know when you get in the whole artist headspace Mm. it's kind of you feel like it's going to distract you or Mm. change your direction Mm -hmm. Um, but it kind of changed a lot in an an amazing way yeah and I feel like it's kind of a I have to kind of pass it on because it does so many amazing things for voices yeah that it's kind of it wouldn't be right if I didn't pay it forward and kind of pass it on and yeah, that's awesome. try and help who I can help and it's kind of really exciting and you yeah. learn you learn a lot about yourself as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So where are you teaching? Well, I teach at a, a music school called Empire and I teach for myself mm-hmm. privately private as well. Stuff. Yep. 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 So and how many sort of students, private students, do you have? I do kind of four crazy days. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. So, like, I don't even, can't answer that question, I guess. Maybe, like, 40 hours over four days or 38. Oh, right, okay. Like, yep. kind of, like, enough. Yeah. Um, and then I leave the, the weekends to, to do some, some gigging, but yep. predominantly at the moment trying to finish a record, so. Oh, really? Okay. Let's talk about some that. Some time and energy yeah. for that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's talk yeah. about that, and then maybe we can... Go backwards. Go backwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, uh, um... I mean, backwards kind of comes into that now, doesn't it? Yeah. I just got kind of tired of of, of the process of of where people want to put you in the mm. in the business and where you need to sound like and who you need to be. And I've been writing since I was like eight or nine, and mm. um, I guess we can go backwards then. But at the moment, I just decided we'll do this record ourselves. When I say ourselves, me and Eric, uh, my partner, who's producing it and mm -hmm. co-written some of the, the tunes and. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, and so I was just like, effort. Yep. We can make the record ourselves. Yep. Do it how we want to do it, because at the end of the day, your legacy, if you want, you know, the quality of what you do, and and if you feel good about it, is more important to me than the quantity of something I don't care about. Exactly. Um, and so we're just plugging along, but it's hard to do it around a full time kind of, which you were kind of saying. <laughs> it's hard to do both. Totally. But no one's given me a million bucks to do it, so that's, it. You got all the time that's fine. The yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, um, that, or oh, not that attitude, probably lack of a better saying. But did you feel it? Because you you were on season one of The Voice. Yeah. And um, you did quite well on that, and then you you got a contract out of I that did. in the end. Yeah. Yes. So is it from being in that situation that's made you feel like uh, I don't, I don't want to. So if we go. Feel, but if you, we go, sorry, did you feel you were being put in to a certain um, what's the word I'm looking for? Category. Yeah. Pocket. Pocket. That's a good one. Cage. Pigeonholes. Um, <laughs> cage. <laughs> wild animal in a cage. Yeah. Um, are you right? Yeah, it's good. Um, well, I had. Let's go back then. Mm, yep. So, when I was fourteen or fifteen, I was. Um, signed to a management contract mm -hmm. and then at 16 I went overseas yep. and I, I was staying in, in predominantly the US for about seven years mm -hmm. and in that time I had a few um, major kind of opportunities. Um, I mean initially I was doing some touring with Tina Arena when I was 16 or 17 yeah. a few, which was amazing and she's fucking awesome human yeah, being and singer and yeah. whatever you know she's sure. great so at 16 or 17 that was that was cool and then also at the same time I was taking original stuff to labels to some big labels with my then management um, and I had the first thing was a major world deal with Sony US France UK mm -hmm. and they flew me to the other opposite to the next territory to kind of say let's sign this chick mm. In Australia, it passed. Right. So I'd been flying to these all these territories and been in these boardrooms for two hours singing to everybody and everyone's quite, yeah, cool. I uh, sat at the piano and sang some of the songs I'd been writing and they were like, fucking yeah. Mm. And then came home and Australia passed. They were kind of like, well, why did you go there first? And I was like, well, soul and kind of, you know, like it yeah. just, we had a bit of a vibe there and so we started that way. Um, did you did you kind of know that you had a bit of a vibe over there? Had people 
Oh, what, what I mean I is, yeah, 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 yeah. When you sing, you know, and I did get a little following there, to be honest, yeah. over that time, just you get gigging and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so in that sense, yeah. Um, so that happened a few times. I saw Atlantic Records, Def Jam. Fucking supposed to write with this guy called Johnny Lang, who's a massive, oh, yeah. like, incredible guitarist yeah. and so and certain artists, uh, Pussycat Dolls, Mary J. Blige, are supposed to take one of my songs when I was 21 but the A&R was kind of a fan and kind of fought with Jimmy Iovine that signed Diana and he was like no so that went to shit um, so it was Jimmy Iovine that said no he just wasn't vibing yeah okay which is whatever it's not everything is not for everyone yeah but he's an out there dude yeah, well, look, I, and I never cared about, like, on a personal level, if someone was like, yep. we like it or we don't. Yeah. I never really took it. It was like, well, yeah, it's, it's art. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to love it all. Yeah. And I've had a thousand no's and lots of, you know, good things as well. So, anyway, after all that, which was a, a, a few things, and I recorded, which is online and, you know, on that with Rufus and... Yep. Ricky Lawson and... Uh, drummer Ricky Lawson? Rest drummer Ricky Lawson, yeah. Love that guy. Uh, may you rest in peace. Yes. Uh, and Bobby Watson, who is on the current record base from Off the Wall and stuff like that. So awesome. we stayed in touch. But my current, my previous manager paid kind of to set that up and we did this original kind of EP with them, which is was cool. But after all that, we came home, ran out of money, whatever. Mm. And so my partner, Eric, and my day job that I was at were kind of hassling me to go on The Voice, and I really didn't want to, to be mm. honest. Because I think by that point, it had been, shit, 12 years since the first world record deal and the second and third and the right. supposed to do that and this, and I kind of felt, I guess, not discouraged, but I didn't want to be seen... On the TV, knowing everyone who knew me going, yeah, oh, she fucking still hasn't done. <laughs> she's still, like still, she's still not still there. Trying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which completely changed since then. Like now, I don't give a shit, and now I'm just like, let's do this. Yeah, I don't care what if I'm a hundred or seven. Yeah. This is what I came to do. Awesome. Get out of the way. Like, <laughs> let's just do it. But at the time, I think I just felt like, you know, and I was struggling with with with. Money and all of us, whatever. Your muso goes up and down through that. Yep. And so then I did get the deal, yes. Um, they, they did an EP that they didn't release. Oh, really? So they paid for an EP and then just released the single. Okay. Um, which I did with Lewis Skrull, who's a cool producer who's done some pretty cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Awesome human being. Um, I don't know if I felt like it was the one, if you know what I mean. The, mm -hmm. the, the musically, like, I, I was just trying to go with, with the best that I could. Yeah. UMA did send me to work with Joel Little, Lord's producer, from that first kind of yep. record. But musically, I think where I wanted to go and where he was going was just slightly different. And yep. Yeah. We did write a cool song. Was he trying to put you into that Lord sound type no, thing? No, I don't think he was trying to do any of that. They were pretty open with what we were trying to do. It was yep. just a matter of two different worlds kind of yep. coming together. And yet again, the story of my life's been where you don't sound like anyone majorly. So what do, what do we do with you? 
you know, your half Greek, half Aussie chick with soul songs and kind of not even some of it's not that soul <laughs> I write lots of stuff but it's mm. probably confusing in, in some ways and when I was 17 and 20 I sounded 30 so <laughs> it's, like it's kind of like well anyone great did did something different and had something different that's true right but uh, it's constantly been got to make it work and then uh, we part, I parted ways with UMA because it was like, well, they wanted me to do certain kind of material that I just wasn't keen on. Yeah. And even though I got on a personal level, I found that there was a good um, communication and stuff there. Mm. There just wasn't a lot of backing to, to behind whatever it kind of, you know, whatever. It was like, do what you want, but mm. <laughs> we may or may not kind of join you. So in the end, I was like, well... Don't take the chance. Don't yeah. want to take the chance? Yeah, I. I yeah. Uh, that's fine. But then let's not, let's not waste time you sending me songs that yeah, are exactly. not for me. Yeah. I'm not 16 running around in, in a, with this thing up my ass, and I'm definitely not going to never was. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I want to say shit that I give a shit about. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like that's an, a struggle at the, you know, in the current. Thing too it's kind mm. of songwriting's changed as well yeah there's a million writers on things and there's it's just kind of it's diluted it's kind of so impersonal yep for me i i need to to the, the, that aspect yeah otherwise what am i opening my mouth for sure because mm. so, i don't care about fame for fame or or product for a million bucks like yeah it matters when I'm gone, what I left behind me. The legacy, eh? The legacy say, of, yep. of, A, who I was. Yep. Did I do things for a good reason? Was I, was I kind along the way? Yeah. And did I leave something that is, uh, people can still possibly be moved by? Or, mm. I mean, we're trying on this record to do what we want, but also have a current thing with the old thing. Yeah. And tell the story, and that's cool. You've got you to meet somewhere somehow, but... Yep. We're not really following any mm. thing. Yeah. It's just like whatever. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> whatever comes out, mate. It's. That's it. That's so there's it. a lot so of songs. Yeah. Because it's been a long time for me. Yeah. Double double album. Eighteen years rolling. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had less students and more yeah, time, yeah. 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 Why not? But yeah. no. Gonna go for eleven tracks and. Yeah. And then, yeah. So yeah, so I'm not bitter about it. Uh, it's just kind of we'll do it. We'll just do it. Yeah. Cause you 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 know what I mean. You're just waiting mm. for people <laughs> yeah. people to come to the party. Yeah, we're not getting any younger. Either. We're not getting any younger. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. have the party anyway. Yeah, that's it. And you can come you or can not. Come or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be. You're invited, that's but it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Um, and I just don't, just don't care about, I don't know, see what happens. Yeah. I've got, I've got management and I'm, and I'm happy with, with that and with, with, with them. I feel positive. They've been very patient with the whole thing. Do you have to drip feed them stuff to keep them kind of interested? Is that something you need to do? I don't do? think so. Or they just, they well, just. I do sometimes. They, yeah. But. 
No. Yeah, they're not expecting it. They just. I feel like they believe in. Yeah. What I do, and yeah. they've come to a few shows and feel pretty. Yep. Whatever they feel after they go, they feel happy about what they're. Yep. Doing. Yep. So when you say they're coming to a few shows, are they coming to see you perform your stuff or both? Any the both? Yeah, just coming to see you when they can. See you play. My stuff, obviously, they try to hundred percent. Yeah. But other stuff, they'll come anyway sometimes. Yep. Mm. So what, what? What's your? What are your current gigs? Um. Next week, I'm doing a gig with a cafe. Uh, Salvation Cafe the Gate of Salvation Choir kind of gospel oh, cool. kind of thing. So, but um, I'm doing some random stuff. Yep. Doing something with Jess Malboy at the end of the year. Just. Mm -hmm. And you've been doing stuff with her lately. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did something not long ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a thing in Canberra. They did a, a picture, uh, uh, artwork of her. Um, she was hung up in the gallery there for forever. Oh, oh really? It's amazing. Yeah. She's yeah, in. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. She, uh, I've worked her a couple of times. She seems like a pretty fair dinkum, decent person. Yep. Which is nice. That's cool. I'm really, I'm really careful about where I sp spend my time or my energy, you know. Yep. Now, like, if I don't feel, if I don't like you, then <laughs> I really it's don't a, care about the gig. It's a kind of a given, really, but people don't, don't see it that way. They just go, gig's a gig and... Well, that's okay too, and I can yeah. respect what people need to do. Mm. But for me, um, no, got to feel in it. Got to, got to, I got to care. Feel invested in it. I got to care about it. I got to feel positive about the energy. And because... you got to feel that they kind of dig you being there too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit like that too. Yeah, well, mm. that's nice because mm. then you, it's a better energy. Yeah, totally. The whole thing is better. Yeah. You know, you, 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 I stay away from doing a lot of kind of the gigs that people do do to make a living because I don't want to hate what I do at the end of three sets. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to be like, well, I trained two or three, four hours a day sometimes vocal exercises and training yeah. since I was five years old like a psychopath. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to pretend I'd get, <clears throat> I'd get shot if I missed a note. Oh, really? <laughs> that was your thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it was a specific exercise, like a staccato kind of uh, vocal exercise. And I used to think when I was like eight, like, right, if my life depended on it, could I sing this in perfect pitch and execute it well? Yeah. If I miss something, I'd go back to the front. Yeah. Nah, see? Nah, go back. back that's the way. It's a good... Again? Good. <laughs> it's like a, like a concentration camp for well, singing. Well, it's clearly worked for you, so, you know, it's good to have that self-discipline. Well, that I, I always had that yeah. and in my writing as well, mm. which was kind of... Did that come from your mum and dad, do you think? They had incredible work ethic, but they were never for... They trained me, but they didn't force me to yeah. sleep in the vocal lessons. Like, right. I used to sit in there at five and watch them teach till midnight. Yep. Like, they just I'd fall asleep in there and just process yeah. everything, and I was yeah. unusually interested yep. <laughs> um, for a kid. And then eight or nine, I started writing. I had a, I used to have like thirty toothbrushes. Yeah, collect like old cleaning toothbrushes and shit, and play with them every day instead of homework uh, or dolls. And they all had a life and a story. Cool. And one <laughs> of them was a was a singer, of course. Right. And she needed to write. Yep. So I was like, you guys need to buy me some books because. 
The gold Colgate toothbrush needs to write, <laughs> needs to write some songs. <laughs> Have you still got it? Oh, I put it in a box yeah. of special things when we moved many years ago and it's gone. Oh. All the special shit is gone. Bummer. Dad, some of the family like photos, it was, I don't know where this box is, but it's gone. So that, yeah. So then I couldn't write without a toothbrush. It was really funny because as the game ended, I'd still ha go and get a toothbrush yeah, when yeah. I was writing yeah. and have it near me and kind of hang on to it and kind of as I'm thinking. And then I went to the piano because I, I, I did do play piano um, and I went to the piano one day and I closed the blinds <laughs> and I thought, okay, you got to put this shit away. If you're hiding from the neighbours with this toothbrush, <laughs> then it's got to end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Channel a different... It was like It was like a channel. Yeah. You know, like a... A spiritual kind of pretty antenna. Cool, pretty cool though. These toothbrushes. Yeah. In fact, that reminds me. I want to put one somewhere on the on the record. Yeah, that's cool. On every record, just a little toothbrush somewhere. Ma maybe your um, <laughs> maybe your um, your photo for this podcast can be. <laughs> Give me a toothbrush. <laughs> I'll, I'll go toothbrush. Well, we'll well there put was it lots. In there somehow and, yeah. it was, I love the ones that had been used for like cleaning the shower because. Yeah. I love the diversity of, you know, of, of people looking kind of exhausted. Yeah, with their, <laughs> with their hair they're everywhere. Sticking out everywhere yeah. 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 So I didn't care about Barbies. I used to send my friends home. Yeah. Poor things. I used to come over with their dolls and I'd be like, do you want to go home? And they'd be like, yeah. Because <laughs> I'd be like, check out this toothbrush and there. here's the storyline. And they'd be like, this, she's insane. You're weird. Yeah. Yeah. Can't we just get, can't Ken and Barbie just get married? <laughs> no, yeah. that'd be stupid. Yeah. So I was kind of a bit eccentric and I had lots of funny things like that. Mm. Um, but anyway, I don't know how I got where I was going from no, that. No, I can't remember either. Back to how I started writing, basically. Writing, yeah, that's it. Writing early. Writing yeah. early and loving it. Yeah. Just crazy loving it. Have you ever thought with, with the amount of songs that you write, um, have you ever looked at... Um, publishing. Publishing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't want me, mate. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I've gone for a couple and they just, yeah. They don't, what, they don't want you or they don't want the song? Don't know. Um, this and going, obviously... This, is this going back to the Mary J. Bly, that kind of well, stuff? Well, we didn't purposely at that point sign publishing. Because oh, okay. we were like, you know time and was like well let's see what happens first yeah um, and then a few years back I did kind of um, look into that uh, and it's weird because over the years you know if the songs were shit then Mary J and and they wouldn't be interested in in the songs or Jimmy Iovine wouldn't be interested in that song in the first place yeah so there's got to be something um, going on I don't know if if it's because I can probably write a lot of the standard stuff that they might want. I just don't. Mm. If, I write, if I want to write a country song, I write a country song. Yep. So, I don't know. And I don't really care. Mm -hmm. It's it's okay. It's all right. Sweet. It'd be nice, but it's not over yet, mate. No, that's okay. So early, we'll see. Early days. We'll see where we land. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's been a long road. Like, yeah, yeah. 18 years and running in the business yeah. of yes and no and no and yes. Yeah. But that's all right. It creates character that you know, some people would just buckle. Yeah. Yeah, after getting 
turned down so many times, you know, some people just can't take it. Yeah, but yeah. I think you know when you've got something you have to just do. Like if somebody, if somebody said to you, okay, we're going to chop your hands off, you can't play drums tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're going to punch in the throat, Diane, you can't sing anymore. I mean, what's the, what, how much does it mean to us that if, if it was taken away from you, could you live without it? That's kind of my bottom line. Mm. If, if I woke up and someone said, you, you can't sing anymore, you're not allowed to or we're going to take that away from you. Yeah. What, what, you know what I mean? That's, mm. that's the most important thing is yep. what we feel and what we get from, from doing that yep. and connecting with people who do the same thing. Mm. So that just stays in my mind. Yeah. And I think it's important that... Because what is, what is the, you know, it, I want recognition around the world as of a course. singer and a writer because otherwise it becomes forgotten maybe. Mm. But that, that's not the, the be, be all and end all of it, you know mm. what I mean? It's, it's the enjoyment and the passion about it mm. to be able to do it. That's a gift yep. for us, right? Mm -hmm. So the grat you just got to be grateful for that. Mm. Like, even though I worked freaking hard for to be the singer that I am. Mm. That and was in my opinion, one of the best voices in ah. Australia, I believe. <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. Oh, thank yeah. you. Sweet. Very kind of you. Um, yeah, well, I think people are born with a gift. You feel and your sound and your... your mm. but, but I've worked hard in, in the sense of skill-wise and being able to sustain and yeah. grow and, and execute things a certain way and... That comes back to technique, eh, early on? Well, it does, it does, yeah. I feel like a better singer now than I've ever been. So yep. that's because of that. That's not mm -hmm. uh, not a fairy that just sprinkled some dust and went, here you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I can see that when I pass it on, what it does for people. Yeah. And so that brings me a lot of joy. Do you see a lot of um, other teachers teaching incorrectly and how does that make you feel? Or is it? Well, it's not, you know, yeah, I guess uh, that's a thing. The, the problem I think is there's a lot of misconception with voice um, and that's because you can't see them and they have no nerve ending. So it, it's open for anyone to just, if you know, like sometimes people might come to me because they, they like my voice, but that's got nothing to do with what I'm about to show them. No, yeah. And but so um, I can see how you could you could efficiently have, you know, traffic just based on, on being talented at something, but it's two different things to me. So um, how do I feel about it? Well, each to their own. Um, mm. It's a shame because there's a lot of damage that doesn't have to happen. I mean, a lot of my parents' work, and myself included, is reversing nodules, reversing damage. Right, okay. Healing, managing, understanding. Um, and, you know, it's, it's fine for people to say, well, you can do this this way all the time. And it's like, okay, well, do it six nights a week for a few years mm. and then tell me how sustainable it is. Here she comes. She's... She's uh, up. She, she'll come up and say hello. Yeah, cats, it's more... Um, cat snowy, sorry. <laughs> come and say hi. Quiet. She's going to sing into the... Come. Sorry, um, sorry about that. Don't apologise. 
Yeah, so it's it is what it is. The best thing that we can do is just pass on what we feel is is and everyone's really doing probably the same thing. Yeah. You know, but I do get a lot of people come in with issues that don't have to kind of Do you really think people are doing doing the same thing? Do you think they really know? No, the what I mean technique? is everyone's oh. doing what they believe. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Everyone's doing what they feel is is right, myself included, okay. but um the thing of what we've learned is that mum did it one way from many teachers. Right. Suffered over and over. Yeah. Changed that formula. Um, never had another problem again. Mm. I mean, of course, we get reflux of singers. You eat chilli, it burns you. You know what I mean? You, yeah. That's you the whole managing thing. Far out. That's a whole other thing. It's in yep. your body. So yep. if you're going to drink and smoke and party and yell at people in a nightclub... We've all woken up and gone, hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but that's that's the lifestyle of a singer that's a whole different thing as well. Mm. But um, it's it's the thing about it is it's not the fight of right or wrong, even though I believe in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I reckon I'd be destroyed by now if, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing about it is that people wake up and they, they, they suffer. The thing they love to do or the thing that is... And it doesn't have to happen. Mm -hmm. So I think the more good work that I can try to do and my folks are doing and that students who practice, <laughs> keyword, yeah. um, do and change their habits. And I get it all the time, people who are like, you know, don't lose my voice anymore at this gig or, you know, my range has improved or people yeah. are saying, what are you doing? Or the consistency or the quality or the whatever. They just enjoy their instrument that much more mm. and their living doesn't get threatened constantly, you know? Yep. So, and there's always something to learn. That's not to say that there's nothing left for me. <laughs> but I know for a fact that it's served me very well in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, and it serves my students and my parents. 40 years running is still, it still does has the same result. Your father's just brought out a book. Yeah. 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 yeah well, mum had a, a mum did a had a voiceology. She's got a voiceology in a little book and a and a tennis central lessons for easy singing a little program. Yeah. And dad's just written his book. Um, God, it's so new. I've just forgotten the the name. He's just anyway. I love the cover. All I can remember is the cover of it. So cute. Um, and it's cool because they're both different. They're okay. the same technique, same technique, same information. Yeah. But, you know, it's cool because it's uh, written slightly. Ah, Complete Guide to Singing. The Complete Guide to Singing, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So, well, that's all based on this, which, you know, in the old days, 100 years ago, you could say it was Bel Canto from Italy. Right. Um, there's some slight differences in our experience of it, but pretty much the foundation is pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. The issue is people associate it with opera and it's not okay. the case. We don't we don't look at it stylistically, we just look at it like a vehicle. Yeah, you drive a, it the same. It's a technique. This is Yeah. Yep. Can change gears, yep. same it doesn't matter if you're a Ferrari or a bloody yep. whatever. Yep. Still drive it the same. Mm -hmm. Dress it up a few different ways if you like, but mm -hmm. the machine runs efficiently this way. Yep. And you know, you, you send people off with the tools to kind of manage and grow and reverse and develop and pass on 
uh, and I think that's if if you've done a good job, eventually they don't need you. That's it. Right? That's yeah. Well. If they they know they know how to do things, the tools are reliable. Yeah. And so that's that's cool. That's it served me well. And and to be honest, the book that they they originally found it was written by a guy here in 1935 in the con in Australia. Mm -hmm. um, Roland Foster, Vocal Success, and it was. A very old book, obviously, um, but I think they started reprinting it recently. Cool. Because it's kind of, you know, but people have to do it. I, I can tell people, but until they practice, execute it, and try it, yep. they may or may not feel mm. like it's it's you know, that it's going to work or not. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. Yep. Anyway, I feel like there's a there's an under, there's a thing with singing like. You don't have to practice six days a week. You don't have to do exercises. You don't have to do... And it's like, no, you do. You do. <laughs> it's it's like, like drumming, yeah, yeah, guitar, yeah. the Olympics. You like can nobody... still go and do it after a month off, but, you know, it's It's not shit. the same. Body aches and yeah. that's what I, you know, with, with drumming. And your technique's off and you can't do that, what you were doing last time. And uh, it's, Yeah. It's like anything, you know. I do get so I was people. going to ask, what, what do you do to maintain your voice? When I say maintain, uh, say if you're, um, you're having a slow run of gigs and you're not teaching that much or you're having a bit of a break, do you take yourself away and practice? Well, I try and keep my vocal exercises happening all the time anyway. Yeah, okay. I mean, talking all day in the lower register is not ideal so it's it's nice and, and therapeutic on the voice to do exercises properly at the end of the night or before mm -hmm. some days I'm not as good as others depends sometimes I'm tired <laughs> can't be bothered yeah, sure. but um, I try to keep a consistency happening and the one month I didn't do scales on purpose on Christmas I was like you know what <laughs> we're doing these scales for 35 34 years yeah. I'm going to not do them. Um, mate, I did a guide vocal for something and it still was good and everything I was still in my body from as in it's second nature, a lot of the technique that I've done. Yeah. yeah. But the muscles were kind of sore-ish and tired mm. and the my accuracy took more effort mm. and the top end was not as beautiful and yeah. I'd rested it. It was half asleep. Yeah. So I kind of thought, eh, might be nice anyway, just have a break. Yep. And I do think that's ideal for everybody to have a, have a rest. But, uh, yeah, mm. didn't feel as nice. Mm. Just I, I kind just... of was like, ew, get back on the, get back on the, yeah, like, yeah, you know, pitch becomes not as, not as amazing and yep. just things that are, are genuinely easy or, or, but if I miss something, I know why. Technically, it's always a reason. Mm. But anyway, yeah, you feel it. Yeah. So I try and keep keep that going. That's cool. As much as I can. I struggle sometimes if I've done a massive teaching day. Mm. A few days, I kind of uh, sick of talking, sick of sound. But yeah. 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 That's cool. Now let's talk, talk about harmony a little bit. Now when you get together the first time with a bunch of new singers or singers you don't really know. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm speaking from someone who's not a singer and doesn't, you know, I, I wouldn't know how to go about it. But how, how do you, say there's three of you, how do you come about, you know, finding your harmonies? And the people I've been lucky to work with, um, their ear is pretty amazing. So we yep. all just kind of find them. Yep. <laughs> And then if somebody feels happier to be above or underneath vocally, depending on where they want to... Yep. Um, sometimes with a, a couple of singers I work with a bit, um, Sky and Nick Jeffries, who are two of my favourite humans and amazing musicians and singers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we, we swap around because mm -hmm. from a technical point of view, and that's just, just me being insane, is no matter what anyone else knows... <laughs> If I'm doing a couple hours, I want to, um, if I'm not the lead, that is, I, I like to pick, sometimes do the to top, sometimes do underneath, so the voice is kind of getting exercised right, throughout the gig. Yep. Rather than, can't be bothered, I'll just stay down here or yep. I'll stay up here all the time. Mm -hmm. or I like to, to exercise, it's like, a, yeah, a bit nutty. But no, that's cool. Because no one else gives a shit, just me. Yeah. But I like the idea of that. Okay, let's you go under, we go over. Plus, it's not bad for the for the ear to be jumping around that way either, changing what you do. But we all kind of just land where it kind of feels. Yeah, good. that's cool. Yeah, I was talking to a friend the other day. I asked him a similar sort of thing, and yeah, similar sort of answer. Yeah. 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 If you're working with people with good ears, I think. It kind of just comes together quite nicely, and of course you might make some subtle changes if yeah. you want a different, you know, or you re-listen and go, oh, hang on, there's no seven in that chord. Why are we putting it there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. But yeah. otherwise, yeah. Yeah, cool. But as a kid, I used to get um, three or four tape decks. I guess steal the tape decks from the house and do harmonies to my original stuff. You know, like. Do the lead here and then... Oh, cool. And then, you know, yeah. get the next tape, press play on that, do the harmony and record it onto that tape and then do three or four parts. That's awesome. And I used to fill in for my folks when they had like a harmony, six-part kind of harmonies, and yeah. I used to get snuck in to gigs and do the, the harmonies. And I had the six, I think, in one particular song. Mm -hmm. But I grew up, I guess, listening to that... Um, and kind of doing it. Yep. So maybe I, maybe I, yeah, just used to that for yeah, me. That's good. Awesome. Not always right, but I like the challenge of, I like the challenge to, you know, if something doesn't work, I've got to find it. Yeah, look for it, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, so you've been playing with uh, Damien Leith as well? Yeah. Yeah. What's that like? Damo is one of our oldest and dearest friends, um, oh, cool. Eric's and myself, yep. and his wife Eileen. Um, and so I met Damien through Eric 14, 15 years ago. Yep. So Eric was playing with him in a in a pub, mm -hmm. in a whatever pub band gig, yep. and I used to go and watch sometimes, and that's kind of how we met. Yep. And then Damo went on Idol and won not mm -hmm. long after that, I guess. Yep. So yeah, so we, we we work together over the years. We've done, I've supported some of the shows, or obviously not this year. I kind of jumped on and did some some of the gospel Elvis stuff with yep. Sky and Nick, and 
that's so much fun. Um, and Damo's... Did you do the Roy Orbison thing? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, yeah. No. Yep. Um, but Damo's pretty amazing to watch on stage. Like, yep. he's a real, he's an entertainer and he's, you know, he's seasoned at what he does and he's a go-getter. Yeah. You know, he just, just does shit. Yeah. I, which is inspirational. I spoke to Steve Marin about Damien. He said, he said the same thing. Yeah. He just has an idea and just goes for it. Yeah, and he's a good guy. He's, he's talented and he just he moves. Moves, yeah, that's he it. He doesn't stop moving. Yeah. And it's funny because whatever shape shapes us all, I guess in the, in the past I've been resistant or afraid of change or we've all got these things that we have to overcome from different aspects of our youth and our life. Mm. Um, and so it's funny because I've over the years talked to Damo and he'll be like, you just got to do it. You just, you know, there's no... Yeah, and it. I'm like, like, you know, like, what if? So yeah. that's been one of my challenges has been like, getting rid of that fear of of whatever you know not not being good enough or not being enough or not being able to do what you came to do or not being able to finish what you started or not yeah which is all kind of eh, it is what it is at the end of the day if you're always moving and you just do shit then you know the last the only thing you got left to be afraid of is is kind of nothing that's it it, right? it's just if, yeah, so I'm trying to be a lot more um, fearless, you know. Fearless, yeah. Which is one of my things to, to be one of my challenges. Yeah. Um, but that's that's okay. You would be a shit songwriter if you didn't have anything to overcome. That's it. <laughs> you you need, have nothing to say. You need plenty of experiences to to build up your your um your knowledge base so you can write too, I suppose. Yeah, I think so, and I think that that's the beauty of. Uh, and I think that's why different artists connect so much, and singers and musos. It's not just because we do music. Yeah. It's because we've struggled similar. Yeah. Well, you know, different things, but same ideas of what we've had to overcome and be vulnerable about, and mm-hmm. um, being on stage is a vulnerable thing. I mean, I went through a phase too where I kind of felt like. Mm. I'd, I'd be singing and I'd be like, I don't get it. Like, why these people come to watch me? Like, like I'm not a surgeon. Like, like the importance that's placed on that. And I guess as I've gotten older, I've realised there's so much healing and therapy and uniting in music. And it's not about, it's not about that. But I used to be like. It's a bit, it's a bit, not, it's not, not, I've never thought like that. What I mean is it's a bit like, you know? Yeah, I'm no, I'm say? Just Like, uh, come and watch me play. Like, yeah. <laughs> who the yeah. fuck are you, mate? Yeah, that's it. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it's accepting that what we do is what it is and it's joyful and it does connect people and it's bigger than us. Yeah. Once you realise how not important you are and but rather part of the whole, that then is is part uh, helps everybody. Mm. Then I feel okay. I get that. That I am okay with. Yeah. I don't like getting up and being the center of attention on the stage. That's one of my struggles. Mm-hmm. So then alter egos come out and I become, you know, which is cool and fine. Yeah. And once I sing, that, that kind of takes over. Yep. But uh, as a person, yeah, 
Maybe to my close friends, I'm insane, but you'll never find me volunteering to go and sing to get up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably shyer by nature in that sense. And I've been pushed by people. People yeah. need to hear you. Like, get up. <laughs> and they're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like if I get online, I'm hopeless. Yeah. People need to hear you. Yeah, well, I don't have my phone at the dinner table or I don't kind of, I don't know, I just find that's a it. Good, that's a good thing, yeah. I kind of struggle with that because I'm going to have to pull my finger out as the record's coming. Like, I have to. Yeah. But I hate, and uh, that's a strong word, I don't like how much time it takes investing in that. Yeah. Even though the big thing is we're investing in our careers and that's the way of the world, I, I can respect that. But yep. when I sit there for hours and <laughs> there's other things going on, I'm like, God, it took me forever to yeah. whatever. You could maybe look at it as, yeah, just as part of your job. It's and part of your yeah, job. Allocate, and that, allocate that little bit of time. I think you ought to do it like that. Yeah, you, you can't to, just... You've got to schedule it. Schedule. Yeah. That's going to be something I'm going to... Put it in the diary. I've got to do... Tw an hour dedicated to that. That's it, yeah. But I, I like connecting with people that way. Mm. I mean, that's what it is. It's yeah. just that well, because you do it yourself, that's it's how weird. we get connected for this. There you go. Yeah, I saw you on Instagram and yeah, right. Sent you a message, you know. If you weren't looking at it all the time, not all the time, but if you weren't looking, you wouldn't have seen my message. Yeah, that's right. And I've seen I've seen that too. Like a few people I've tried to contact via Instagram, as that's the only way I've been able to. Mm -hmm. Those messages get those first messages kind of get lost if people don't actually look for them, you know, so... I don't um, get that many messages, mate. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think it took me a couple of days to answer you because I was teaching oh, when right, I okay. opened it. No, no, that, that wasn't my point. Sometimes I do full yeah. crazy days, yeah. I don't know. No, I know it was a new point, but I felt yeah. bad because I kind of like to no, be... I, I like to be on the pulse of stuff. No, I don't no, like no, to leave people it's... hanging. Yeah. So, and then Eric was like, you got to get back to Steve. I was like, yes, because he's been listening, so. Yeah, yeah that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I've been lucky, I guess. I've I was going to make a note. You know. Contact Eric. <laughs> you want to talk to you, Eric? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think there's, there's so much importance placed on the bullshit side of music instead yeah. of the real reason we all do it and that's I think that's where we get lost sometimes it's mm. like you've got to make it this way at this age at this time at this point with this song that you don't like and if you don't make it by this point then it's that's over it, that's for you your chance. you've had your chance yeah no. <laughs> which is kind of the voice like I that wasn't yep. um, that was weird for me I didn't enjoy the experience oh yeah I was I've, I've, head down, I've got down there to ask you about what that was like. Yeah. Um, I guess being season one as well, uh, mm. were you kind of briefed on what, like yeah. early on, what was to be expected and right, so you knew everything that was basically going to happen? Yeah. But apart from maybe the... Did they sort of t train you up on the, what the media might do? How the yeah. media might come at you, social media was... Yeah. I mean, um, I'm very grateful for that experience because yeah. it, it did 
expose me. Gave you a platform. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Maybe I'm not where exactly where I'm aiming to be, but it's all part and parcel of what we do and how we get there. Of course. And so when I went on that show, I knew. I was like, this is a stepping stone. This is not yep. whatever. Um, it is what it is. What will happen will happen. It's TV, so you may... I didn't even expect, to be honest, to get through the blind. Okay. I didn't have an expectation. Um, I just kind of... And I, I don't feel I did my best work on there because I was constantly kind of feeling... I didn't sleep very well. I was kind of like a bit kind of... Just... Uh, I don't know. Just wasn't, yeah, anyway. And now I was thinking certain things, like I said to you, like, are people going to see me? Think that yeah. I, yeah, negative stuff. And then it changed as I realised who gives a shit. The point is you're still going, mm. which is far more um, something to be, to be not proud, but something you to be happy about. Yeah. That's way better. Of course. Get over yourself, Diana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> um... But still, you know, I was quite nervous and quite kind of thinking, like, yep, our cat does that too. Good times. New couch. couch. Right. Yep. Well, that was us, Fusica. It's kind of slowly become hers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... Come and see me. So yeah, so it was kind of an unusual experience, but at the same time, I'm grateful for it. They did, they did do a lot of that media stuff, and but for me, I kind of it was funny. I after it was aired, because to me, like if someone says what's success, well, making a living out of selling music, not having to sweat to do other things all the time, or or kind of. <laughs> she's it's her time she, to be performed. Oh, it's perform. her time, all right. She's heading straight for that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? What was I just saying? Damn it. Your time? Oh, I've forgotten what I was saying. Got distracted by, by the, the golden cat. pipes of. Is it Snowy? <laughs> snowy. <laughs> well, how'd she get the name Snowy? Because she's black. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's opposite. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was saying. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Once it aired, um, yeah. sorry, yeah, making it as in making like selling records and not having it right. Yeah. So to be on TV was was something I was thought was a good thing, but I didn't place a great deal of importance on myself having done it or it being done. Yeah. I was just like, okay, this is a stepping stone, this is a good opportunity. And the morning after it, the the it had started airing. I went into the cafe next door in pyjamas, and we were in Balmain at the time, and the girl was like, congratulations, and I was like, huh? <laughs> I did the Greek um, the Greek <laughs> frown of my family, kind of, I was like, what is she talking about? Like, huh? <laughs> and she goes, um, you were on TV yesterday? Oh. I was like, oh, yeah, right, oh yeah. Oh thanks, and I and I got home and I thought I must have seemed arrogant, even though it was nothing like that. It was just me not really thinking much of that. I've gone yeah. into the cafe in pajamas, didn't mm. hear what she said, so I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, thanks, <laughs> and then kind of oh, shit. I'm kind of realizing. Oh, started to well, it's well more just how you speak about it. You'll be careful because some people, 
might come up to you, they do feel like that it was that's something that is great, I guess. And some people who don't even, of course, don't sing and feel like that's a that's a far way for for, for anyone. Yep. So I had to realise that okay, people do. You, you got to answer just. Yeah, <laughs> not that, as br- blunt as you. Yeah, uh, just on that. I mean, there was a lesson uh, Muso told me years and years ago, and I just recently told my kids about it because. One of my girls was complimented on something and she kind of brushed, uh-huh. brushed it off. Yeah. And um, I sort of said to her, and this is what this guy told to me years ago, he said, that person took Correct. that time out of their life to come up to you and say that you'd done a good job. So 100%. out of respect, you need to at least acknowledge back. Because I think what I'd done, he, what he'd seen me do was someone come up, man, you played great tonight, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, not really, I've got sore blood lips. And that made them straight away feel bad, like, oh, maybe I just shouldn't have asked. And Correct. And they kind of walk away with their head. Down. 100%. Yeah. And for us, it's probably not coming from anything except we're critical yeah, that's, that's of it. our work. And we yeah. get the shits if we've done something, I know in my case, where you're like, I could have done that better or I did that better and I'm I'm driven by good work. Yeah. I don't give a shit. If someone loves me and I've done a shit job, yeah. then I still think I've done a shit job. If someone hates it but I think I did my best work, mm. then I did my best work, man. I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah. But to, to, to the people's faces, you just got to say thank you. That's it. Because you're, you're diminishing um, how they see it. Exactly. It's kind of to say, well, you're an idiot. You don't know. Yeah, that's but it. they're not idiots, yeah. and perhaps you know we set our bars high for ourselves, but that's okay. But all we got to do is get over ourselves. Just for that get 10 over seconds yourself, yeah. And then go, <laughs> yeah. then go kick your own ass, you know, like just. <laughs> I mean, I still do it. Yeah. Um, in the studio, like uh, I do a lot in there. I could be in there four or five hours. Yeah. Because I'm I pretty much record myself vocally now, and awesome. and and fiddle around in there looking for shit. Uh, moments. Yep, yep. Um, and Eric's like, the first few are fine, babe. And I'm like, nah, you don't know. <laughs> but I'm happy in there by myself. Yeah. And he does know, but it's more just left to my own devices, like a crazy person. But that's, I love it because I love looking for things and, and knowing what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and I refuse to order you anything ever. Cool. Um, not to sound disrespectful to those who use it, but well, it's used a lot. Yeah, I just like in, yeah, um, modern pop music. It's on basically everything. Yeah. Well, it's used as as a sound now. To sound, yeah. yeah. But for me, like, I, I love a record where there's performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People. And I love listening to old records because of that reason. Like. You know, there's a bass player, there's a drummer, there's a whatever. Okay, our record is half produced and half kind of live. But when it comes to singing, that's kind of, for me, yeah, I just don't, I don't, I think, it, and it makes way for kind of the, ex, the, it's allowed, you're allowed to kind of be sloppy as a singer because the studio will fix it. Mm-hmm. It's like if you went to do a session, you go, oh, fuck it, I, the, they'll put it in a click track and yeah. I don't have to really do anything. And and so I'm a bit old school in that idea of if I can't do it here... Um, then I'll do, try it another day. I, I need to... I ne- yeah, it's yep. got to be done. Yep. It's got to be the truth. Yep. I've worked a lot 
of years on my instrument not to then just put it through a machine. A, B, um, if you miss it, you miss it. And if you, uh, you know, live, you know, if you do your best and that's it, but don't touch it, you know. And, and I think that's taken something away from us because, you know, in the Ella Fitzgerald days and even Aretha, you'd walk in live and you'd do it. Now, if you couldn't sing or you couldn't play, you you probably didn't get the gig. Get replaced, yeah. And so people were spent invested in, in their crafts in a different way. And so whilst I think there's a there's a, a knack to being a producer of the current thing, and I mm. think that that's cool, and I think there's something in that, but for me, I'm an audio, I am the instrument, and so I want it to sound as uh, honest as it can. You know, yeah, okay, fuck, you're going to EQ it and put some nice shit on it, but yeah. it's I've sung it. That's it, yeah. Because that's what matters to me. That's what I look for. And you, and it takes away the quality when you start tuning it. It's sure. like the quality diminishes of that voice. So that's something I stick to because I, I, anyone, everyone is free to do as they wish, but for me, it matters to me. Yeah. And it's, fun, it's an interesting thing because I recorded a student um, who has a great voice, great writer, and he done, he's done a lot of singing with, with, with producers who he'll do maybe 10, 15 takes. He doesn't really listen back to much, mm-hmm. gets it back, and it's been tuned and yep. done. Yep. And so we've done some really great work technically, and his voice has grown a lot in a couple of years that we worked together, but... When we went in the studio together, it was really interesting because what happened was he started singing and I kind of sat with him and kind of worked through it as as I would. So we're not tuning it. Let's listen back to what's happening here. And he kind of felt shit because he was listening back as the process is happening yeah. and saying, oh, I thought, you know, like, oh, I got the shits about his singing. Even though it was quite good, but he, he was like listening different. Yeah. And I said to him, yeah. this is the truth. This isn't yeah, not yeah, happening because yeah. you didn't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> this is always happening. And I said, well, what are you doing the rest of the time? And he kind of said, well, I don't really listen back. I just get it back and it's tuned. And I said, well, I kinda, I'd rather we don't tune it and you sing it until it's done, right? Yeah. Um. And the, the beauty of that experience was it made him a better singer and more conscious of what he was doing. I always encourage students to record and listen back all the time. Like, that's, we have to do it all the time. You've yeah. got to look in the mirror. Um, but the exciting thing was the result, which was that the quality of the voice was dramatically better than, than it had been. Um, and everything he, he then le- listened to of that was he did it. Yep. And he said, no, you know what, after all of that, I'm actually really proud because every time I listen to it, that's the practice I've done, that's the work I've done. And us tweaking it, I learnt along the way, you know, as to redoing something, why I went flat. Okay, no, 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 you just need to do X, Y, Z and you won't be flat. Yep. So it's, it's the process as well. And he then was like, you know what, I like that because I did it. And so I get off on that, which is a bit strange, but... No. I get off on that idea of, I did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do understand that the current 
thing. But I mean, I've had students be shocked that I don't. Young students, 16, 17, you don't use autotune. Like, you know, every time we work with someone, it, they just do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why singing on a record is becoming a dying art. Mm. Because you know, just, there's no, you know? Yeah. Keep it alive, people. <laughs> Even though I feel like, you know, there is production in this record. It's not all live. It's not... Okay. But that's also part for us is why well, can't afford to do do it exactly the way we want to do it all the time and pay for, you know? So don't get me wrong, I've had a lot of help mm. and a lot of amazing people have stepped in to kind of support... Uh, with their gifts, you know, yep. um, and just offer what what they can help uh, with, with what they do, you know, like Bobby playing bass. I mean, really, Uncle Bobby just that's what he's <laughs> just kind of stepped in. He said, "I just want to help you." So it's kind of really touching when those when that happens because you go, and "That's why we do music, really." Yeah, help each other, and so. Every now and then, even if I'm in the middle of a hissy fit, and I'll have a day one day and go, I'm really grateful for, you know, thank you for all these people who've come together. Yep. For my voice, for the health of my voice and my instrument and my body to do it. It's just refocus, kind of, because you get caught up in, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm not immune. To any of these things happening to me in my life but so far so good anyway point is hopefully the record is <laughs> of a good standard we've done our best but we've done it on our own because we had to in the end yeah we had to in the end because what I was being offered was not yeah what I felt was true so at least even if we've had to bend it's as true as we could be um, with how we've done it and I'm really blessed that Eric's uh, stepped in and been producing that and kind of invested. He's not getting anything for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is part of the dream. Yeah. yeah. Or sees the same vision for me and he wants yeah. it as for me as much as I wanted it for me. Yeah. Which is an amazing thing to have in your life. Yep. So, we'll see where we land. Awesome. On that note, Diana Ruvas. <laughs> Did I get it right again? Yeah, yeah man, nailed it, eh? Yeah, it's just you laughed. You laughed when I said no, it the first time. No, because I'm laughing how, how, <laughs> how, how good it, it is. Up, how I wound it up. Or? How you, yeah. <laughs> how good it is. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Well, if I'm correct, it's, it's from France initially, not Greece. Okay. Even though it's quite big in Greece. There's a famous singer there and right. whatever, but it's Ruva. It's not, yeah, it's I don't right. know where it's come from, though. Okay. Awesome. Anyway, you're right. Yeah, I got it twice. In, in Australia. Two out of two, yeah. You're right. Thanks for Thanks, having Diana. me, man. Awesome. Appreciate can't it. wait to hear the, the, um, the new music. Really can't. Oh. Um, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. We'll all see. The, all the best. Thank you. Cheers.